263CG Colony. I'm Bob Cudmore, and this is Talk of the Town on Magic 590, also heard on 100.5 FM. Joining us is Kathy Sheehan, the mayor of Albany. Let's begin with stories in the news. Uh, In the news uh, this week, uh, Mayor, you have uh, made your picks for two vacancies for city court judge. How did these vacancies come about? Yes, uh, that's just being just announced today. And those vacancies came about because Judge Carter was uh, elected to county court and Judge Keefe, as you know, retired. There was also an open seat um, mm-hmm. that uh, Josh Farrell won in, in an election, mm-hmm. which he will be assuming uh, he's been temporarily on the bench you know, as a temporary appointment and he'll be sworn in. So I have uh, selected two judges to fill those two vacancies. They'll both have to run next year. Um, one is John Riley, who is our city's corporation counsel, has been the corporation counsel for a number of years, has a tremendous amount of experience, um, you know, both uh, in criminal court and civil court, and uh, will be a, a great loss to the city. It was difficult <laughs> because he does an outstanding job as corporation mm-hmm. counsel to decide to make this appointment, but I think he'll make an outstanding judge. Mm-hmm. And the other is Holly Trexler, who is an attorney who has, again, experience really representing both defendants and also uh, as a prosecutor. She's worked for the district attorney's office. She has worked as a um, hearing examiner, uh, and she has worked in the public defender's office. So, again, I think she'll be a great addition to the bench in Albany. John Riley and Holly Trexler. Uh, pardon my, my lapse of memory. There was another uh, person I think was interested in the job who would uh, come in second in the primary for city court judge. Was that person considered? Well, I appointed a panel who uh, reviewed. There were 21 applicants uh, for the position, and they reviewed those applicants, uh, interviewed a number of individuals, and provided me with recommendations. And they provided me with a list of four names. It was a very difficult decision, but I believed that these two candidates uh, were the most qualified and the most ready to take the bench at a time where procedural justice is a really key issue that we are looking at across the board in our criminal justice system. And uh, they both, I think, did an outstanding job of, of talking about what their approach to the bench would be. And just one more thing, John Riley is the city corporation council. That's right. And so you have, need to appoint. So I will be council. needing to appoint a new corporation council. That's right. More to come. Okay. Well, let's uh, move on to uh, another big story in the news uh, this week. Amid criticism from city blue-collar worker union members who say the proposed city budget leans in favor of white-collar workers, the Common Council Wednesday night after a three-hour, often contentious meeting passed the $176 million city budget by a vote of 11 to 4. What's your reaction to that? Well, I really appreciate the diligence that council members undertook to review this budget, to talk to me about their concerns. I certainly understand their concerns. We are in negotiations with the unions, and I hope to be able to settle those contracts. There were some very uh, small raises to white-collar workers that were reflected in this budget uh, that were really something that I thought long and hard about because I know that these are challenging times, but they were 
uh, adjustments that were made to salaries that were really related to our ability to attract and retain individuals. And the total amount for those that were in City Hall totaled about $35,000 across the board. So, um, you know, the in looking at settling these contracts with our large unions, we're talking about hundreds of thousands, really more than a million dollars when you look across the board at settling these contracts. And we are in negotiations with the blue collar workers. I do deeply appreciate their work. I feel very strongly that we need to be giving them raises. We have to figure out how to pay for them. Also, uh, in the budget deliberations uh, this week, the council talked a lot about the trash fee or criticism of this trash fee that's been imposed on small apartment buildings. And I gathered from one media report that the blue collar union members uh, thought that, well, you know, maybe they didn't like the trash fee, but they thought uh, it should go forward because it could uh, help secure their jobs. Do, that, you, do you agree with that's that? That's right. You know, what I stressed to our council members was that if they were to reduce the trash fee or eliminate the trash fee, that that would really eliminate our ability to fund raises for our blue collar workers um, and for our other union employees. And it's not all part of that trash fee, but certainly every line of revenue in a budget as tight as the city's budget is critically important. I understand the frustration about the trash fee. We are reviewing and undertaking to put a proposal in front of the council for a long-term solution for how we're going to continue to pay to pick up trash in the city of Albany. You know, we can agree to disagree with respect to the fairness of it. The trash fee right now impacts income-producing properties. It is not a bill that is given to the tenant. It is not a bill that is sent to the person who is residing in the property. It is a bill that is sent to the property owner that works out to uh, before taxes, $15 a month after taxes, because again, this is income producing property. So this is something that is deducted uh, by the owner of that property. Um, you know, it, it works out to a number significantly less than that. Even so, I understand that, you know, people who own income producing property, uh, you know, they, their times are tight for them as well. Uh, but we are seeking to get a citywide solution in front of the council during the year next year. But uh, if you are a tenant, I mean, something like this, especially something in the news, you know, people to talk about, well, that's a, a good reason for a lot of landlords to raise the rent. You think? Well, you know, it certainly could be. But what I would say to that is, is this. Anybody who owns a five-unit apartment building in the city of Albany has to pay to have their trash removed. We don't pick up trash for five-unit buildings. And they have to pay a higher property tax rate, a significantly higher property tax rate. Yet their rents are the same as the rent for a two-family, a three-family, or a four-family. So for people who are owning these two- and three- uh, and four-unit buildings to raise the rent... I don't think that the market will bear that and that, you know, this is just an added expense associated with having an income producing property. The uh, city council president, uh, Carolyn McLaughlin, uh, said a big issue in the budget is the twelve and a half million dollars you hope to get in additional state aid. And the city must watch finances as the state likely won't act on this aid request until the spring Well, we are hopeful that it will be in the budget. We've been working very closely with the state. You know, last year, the governor asked us to work with the state and to allow uh, them to have uh, uh, professionals come in, look at our budget, really understand what the gap is between the 
amount of revenue it takes to run the city uh, and the amount of revenue that we can reasonably raise. And we have done that and we have gone through that process. Uh, and I believe that we have made a very strong case uh, and and developed a bridge plan for getting the city to a sustainable budget with an amount of state aid that is reasonable, that is still far below the amount of state aid, far below the amount of state aid that is given to cities like Syracuse, Rochester, Buffalo, and even Utica. While the the budget passed in Albany with the controversy across the river and up north a bit in Troy, I mean, they've really uh, got some uh, problems. I I don't imagine you envy uh, Mayor Patrick Madden of Troy. I don't. I I don't envy him. I do admire him. I think that he is trying to do a very difficult thing. He, too, inherited a very fiscally challenged city. And the uh, the decisions that have to be made by those of us who sit in the executive seat are very difficult decisions. And I think that he is trying to do the best that he can uh, with the situation that he has. And it, it is um, going to be very difficult uh, in Troy, I'm sure, as they try to build consensus. Uh, and, and that's why, again, I'm appreciative of the members of the Common Council who really reached out and sought to build consensus in the city of Albany and really sought to understand what the challenges were and what we can do together, because that's really what's in the best interest of our residents. And I did see one media note in the coverage of the of the budget vote that the council apparently uh, approved $20,000 more to Albany's public access cable TV channel. Right. And we will need to take a look at that. But, um, you know, there are uh, certainly within that budget, there was opportunity for us to uh, listen to the council, to listen to what their concerns and changes were. And uh, we hope to be able to accommodate those. The question this week, a little involved, it's about traffic lights downtown. Constituent writes, can we please do something to reprogram some of these traffic lights? Reorient them to major thoroughfares, such as Washington and Central Avenues. We do not need the four-way red lights at Washington Avenue and Hawk, State Street, and Eagle. The priority should be for buses turning left from Eagle to State Street, buses turning right from State to Eagle, and also from State to Pearl and State to Broadway. The constituent writes, again, no need for four-way red lights at these intersections, I suggest taking down lights at State and Broadway, replacing them with stop signs and enforcing that law. None of these are major pedestrian crossings except for State Street and Pearl Street uh, when office workers have their lunch. Uh, What do you think? Well, you know, this is the reason that we really look at our streets as complete streets, uh, and we have to look at all users of these streets. Uh, You know, the amount of people that are getting off and on buses throughout the day um, also need to get across the street oftentimes to be able to make bus changes. Uh, There is significant pedestrian traffic um, along State Street at various times of the day. And as we look to um, the opening of the convention center, we hope to have thousands of more feet on the streets. So these lights are programmed. They are, the walk signals are activated by a push of the button. So only when pedestrians are there does it go to that four-way um, all red light signaling. And it, they, these are long distances for people to cross. Uh, you know, State Street is a very wide street. So this is the solution that traffic engineering has come up with with respect to making sure that, again, our streets are complete and our 
um, safe for all users. Yeah, I used to work down there and walk, you know, at lunch hour. I mean, I can't imagine having stop signs at, uh, let's say, State and Broadway. Right, right. Well, and it, it is important for people to be able to get off those buses, get across the street to SUNY Plaza, get across the street to the um, federal court building. And so, uh, you know, again, we, we look at at all users and I know that it can be a few extra seconds for those sitting in traffic but we also need those few extra seconds for the people looking to cross the street. Also in the news this week a sustainable government conference. The current housing and urban development secretary and Governor Cuomo were at the conference on sustainable development took place in Schenectady and you were there and spoke. Uh, What did you uh, focus on and what did you learn at this event? Well it was really a great opportunity to talk about the a holistic approach to economic development and the governor talked about his experience at HUD and what that experience taught him that he then brought to state government with respect to the creation of the regional economic development councils and I think the regional economic development councils are working when you think about the fact that the cities of Albany Schenectady and Troy are now partnering together and sharing resources around vacant and abandoned buildings and around creating financing and funding opportunities to get buildings back on the tax rolls. I don't think that that's something that would have happened if we weren't working together as a region and thinking about funding from state government and from federal sources in a more creative and holistic way. It was a really great conference. I talked about the need for looking at infrastructure improvement when we go into neighborhoods and we seek to revitalize them, where government needs to be the the, the, and can be the strongest partner is in looking at the broader environment. Is the street the right width? Is traffic calmed enough so that this mm-hmm. sends the message that this is a residential neighborhood? Are there street lights that make people comfortable walking on the sidewalk? So in looking at uh, the investments that we're making in these neighborhoods, we're also talking about that complete streets mentality, walkability, livability, and what infrastructure improvements we could bring to bear in order to again, help to create that sense of investment and vibrancy in our neighborhoods. On the subject of economic development, one of your critics on the city council, the common council, and the councilman Judd Crasher, says the city handles economic development mainly by providing tax breaks and other forms of what he called corporate welfare. He says economic functions should be handled by city government, not outside agencies. Uh, what is your take on that? You know, we have a great partner in Capitalize Albany Corporation as our economic development arm. And that's a very common um, uh, structure in government because when you have an economic development arm, that that's all that they do, they have access to other funding sources, grant sources that cities don't have access to. And so I think that they're doing an outstanding job. You know, with respect to tax breaks, they need to be placed in context. The um, Industrial Development Agency, which, by the way, every single member of that agency is appointed by the Common Council. So mm-hmm. when um, Council Member Crasher talks about an outside entity or, um, you know, corporate welfare, he's talking about a board that is solely comprised of members that the Common Council selects. But when they are considering giving pilot agreements to incentivize development, they're really looking at the growth factor. So it's not a tax break from the taxes that the city currently receives with respect to a piece of property. But it's when somebody comes in and says, I'm going to take this million dollar parcel and I'm going to invest, going to invest $40 million in it. 
and I'm going to raise the assessed value and I'm going to create jobs and I'm going to create vibrancies and I need an opportunity for the taxes to scale up mm-hmm. over a period of time. So I'll pay taxes on the million dollars, but in that 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 $39 million of, of improvement that I've made to it, I want to be able to have a sliding scale over a 10-year, 15-year, and in some cases in Albany with the costs associated with our infrastructure, a 20-year period. So it's not that taxpayers aren't getting anything. It's that we are getting an amount of money over a longer period of time, and in exchange, we're seeing property that has been off the tax rolls or has been underutilized, reinvigorated, and create jobs. And so those are all things that are considered by the IDA board when they make a determination as to whether or not to grant a pilot. Okay, let's move on to uh, shout outs as we get to near the end of the program. The the City Hall Christmas tree has been lighted. Right? It has. I had a lot of helpers uh, help me light the Christmas tree. It was a little rainy, uh, but the, the tree is lit and the holiday decorations are up all throughout downtown, so that time of year is here again. And the holiday lights are on at Washington Park. That's right, and it, it is a great opportunity to really uh, get some wonderful holiday spirit and help uh, the Police Athletic League under the leadership of Lenny Ricuti. That's an organization that serves you know thousands of children in the city of Albany and is a great partner in ensuring that our youth have things to do after school and leadership development opportunities. And the coat drive has uh, concluded, or you've distributed the coats, which uh, it's coats for cash? Coats, cash for coats. Cash for coats, so, sorry. Um, you know, we ask people for cash, and through our partners at Lodges, they get steeply, steeply discounted coats and hats and scarves and gloves uh, that get distributed to elementary schools. We reach out to uh, our schools that where we know we have very high need and uh, you know teachers identify uh, students who they know are in need of these coats so we purchased 463 new coats and 664 winter hats scarves and gloves that were distributed to children across the city and let me just squeeze this in I you know I went Thanksgiving to another city in fact it was Charleston South Carolina they have uber first time I ever used it. I mean, I can't believe it. It's like a third the cost of a taxi. They come in six, seven minutes. Of course, you know, it's in a tourist city. Well, we were talking about sustainability at that conference that you mentioned, and I gave an impassioned plea for Uber and Lyft. We need to have ride sharing as part of our infrastructure, as part of the tool belt that exists in this region and in this state. So we need it. You've been listening to Talk of the Town with Albany Mayor Kathy Sheehan. Email questions to Kathy with a K at albanyny.gov.